Yeah, I mean, yes, they everybody saw the casting call. There were there were notices online for people who were interested in competing, in and being on a, a competition show on television, um, which but weren't not necessarily all of them were actors, right? Not necessarily. It wasn't all posted in places where just performance people would see it. It, it was out there exactly for, for everyone. Okay, I mean there. They're looking for interesting people, and if those interesting people aren't actors, all the better. They don't want people that are going to come in and, and pretend to be interesting. They want genuinely interesting people. Good. Because, I, I mean, I, I have heard about that sometimes, like reality shows kind of stalking the pond with, with actors just to make it quote-unquote better. I think there's a fire alarm going off outside. So I hear that. That's interesting. Hopefully I don't die and we can that, keep recording. <laughs> that would be good. I don't think um, it's my building. That's that's an interesting point. And, you know, prior to doing this show, I, I kind of thought the same way. And I figured, you know, well, reality shows, oh, they're so fake. Um, but really, there's very little that's fake about them, especially in a competition show like this. Yeah. They can't be fake. Right. Because there are prizes involved, um, the government and uh, the, you know, there are different people watching them to make sure that everything they're doing is fair uh. and that the producers of the show aren't cheating. Um, so they were watching very closely to make sure all the games were played by the rules uh, the government was exactly the same advantages. What was that? The government was. Well, during the '80s, I guess there were a lot of uh, there was a big scandal where people were cheating and colluding with the makers of TV shows okay. to win them, and so the government stepped in and said, "You can't do that. If you're going to say it happened on TV and pretend it's real life, it has to be real." Um, so if it if it says uh, so you watch a lot of reality shows that say they're reenactment shows. Mm-hmm. And that's different. That right. does not have to be real. Right. But as soon as you have a prize involved or you're saying that something, this is what happened, it it really did happen that way. Okay. Now, maybe maybe the the situation or the, um, the structure of the show is what made it happen that way. Uh-huh. So maybe, maybe it's the rules of the game that make us all go crazy and uh, stab each other in the back. Mm. But nothing was scripted. We weren't handed any script pages or anything like that to memorize or any scenarios. It just kind of happened the way it did. <laughs> Okay, let's begin. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a halting podcast. My name is Mark Brillig, and with me today is uh, an actor. It's me. It's you, but also a (laughs) friend and former college roommate. He is currently one of the competitors on USA's reality competition show, Summer Camp, and his, his name is Chuck Lines. Say hello, Chuck. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Were, I'm pretty great. Yeah. Were you talking to me or the audience? I my voice a little bit, but I'm, I'm good. What's that? Were you talking to me or the audience? I'm talking to everybody. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. Everybody this is Chuck. everywhere. Now, Chuck Hi, and I everybody. have known each other for uh, four, five, six, Too long. six or seven years uh, now. He is 
an LA-based actor, and for the purposes of filling people in to what your skills and expertise are, and maybe particularly in the way of summer camp, and we'll get into the show itself in a few minutes, tell us what you're bringing to the fight, Chuck. Sure thing. So, um, I am an Eagle Scout. I've been going to summer camp all my life. Uh, I've I spent years and years and years going to sleepaway summer camp with the Boy Scouts of America. Um, my local scout camp was about half an hour from my house. So when I didn't have anything to do on the weekends, I would just go there and hang out. Uh, I joined the Order of the Arrow pretty early on in my scouting career, and I was really active with them. So I, I really did spend a lot of time at summer camps. Um, <clears throat> In addition to that, I, uh, I went to college to study acting and drama, and as I made my way out here to L.A., I found a summer camp for young actors that I've been working for for the last three years. And actually, I just got back from that today, mm-hmm. um, so I've been counseling with them, and uh, it's kind of great because I, I get to spend more time at camp. I get to uh, share things that I've learned and uh, help kids who otherwise wouldn't have a chance to come out here and look at acting in LA, uh, uh, give them the chance to live their dreams. I speak a little bit of Elvish, uh, Tolkien's uh, language from Middle Earth. I'm a magician. I do card tricks, uh, levitations, prop magic. Basically, if it's eclectic and weird, I probably do it. I've got some yoga training. I do Russian acrobatics, so uh, it, I've, I've got all kinds of weird skills. So even though going into the competition, going into summer camp, the reality show, I wasn't uh, extremely confident. Actually, I was pretty nervous, especially when I saw the other competitors. Mm. Some of those guys are huge. Yeah. Um, they, I, I really, I got on the bus and was like, oh gosh, these guys are going to snap me like a twig. Right. Um, but... I've got a lot of weird skills that none of them have that hopefully, I hoped anyway, would come into play in some of the competition. Sure, especially because, you know, it's a reality show and you're supposed to be expecting weird stuff to happen because... That's right, exactly. That's what happens. So let's, let's, get, the, <laughs> let's get the bones of summer camp out of the way. It, it is a USA Network competition reality show mm-hmm. based, of course, on the idea of summer camps anyway right. um and it airs when it airs thursdays at 8 7 central right between ncis and burn notice let's see so today is july 13th the first episode aired on thursday july 11th we should hopefully be getting this episode up sometime this week uh future episodes uh, we'll try to set up a schedule but yeah good thursdays <laughs> Thursdays at what time? One more time. Uh, 8, 7 central. 8, 7 central. Watch Chuck. So, so I just watched it online a couple days ago. And for anyone who wants to watch it, who, who hasn't seen it yet, because spoilers, this is a recap podcast. <laughs> this, we will be, you know, we will say who got voted off in the end. In fact, we might even mention that right up front just for the sake of having hindsight 2020 i'm not sure yet um 
But if you want to go watch it right now, you can at usanetwork.com slash summercamp slash videos slash welcome dash summer dash camp dash zero. <laughs> or if you just go to usanetwork.com, you can probably get it. But that was the straight up real address to get to the full episode one. And you don't even have to be a member of USA to do it. They've got it on there. It's true. For everyone to see. Yep. Uh, which I think is is a good policy, at least for the first episode. I don't know if I'll, I don't know what I'm going to do for the next one. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Um, one thing that surprised me right off the bat. Okay, so for everyone listening, um, I I am not a kind critic. Um, <laughs> I something's really got to impress me for me to like it. So it's fair to say that this reality show. It's great that I have a friend in it who can give me the, the backstory of it, or at least some of it. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it is a reality show, so I'm going to be wrecking a few of these people on here. Um, <laughs> it's uh, pretty standard fare but as, for what, as reality shows yeah, come. For, for at what, least so far. At okay. least so far. Yeah. So we, we haven't been greatly disappointed. We, we have gotten what we expected, a reality show that is really accessible to a very wide audience mm -hmm. um one thing that surprised me is that the first episode with commercials anyway is a full hour long uh-huh it's 40 minutes that I, I i was not aware that i guess they stuffed it with a reasonable amount of what you might call content <laughs> but <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I have to say there's there's a lot of material that's getting edited down into that 40 minutes. So it really is, it's almost basically just a highlight reel of everything that happened in real life while we were there. Because um, you've got, every single one of us has cameras on us 24 hours a day for the entire period of the show. And all of that uh, content for each episode has to get edited down to fit in one hour time slot minus commercials. So... You are really missing a lot. Um, I know in this first episode, I, I have a few moments where I really shine and I stand out and I have my, my moment in the sun. But uh, a couple of people I've talked to have said, well, you didn't really talk much when the voting was going on. We wanted to know what you thought. And I definitely expressed my opinions that material and those, those opinions, I guess, just weren't um, weren't relevant enough to make the cut and be in the highlight reel that the viewers then saw right so uh i i think all of those opinions and ideas were expressed by other people in the episode so it's not that the uh the show is lying to you in any way it's just uh you don't see me say it someone else does okay but and not not because they heard it from you necessarily but that just they're voicing their own opinion and it happens to be the same as yours Exactly, exactly. Okay. As long as somebody expresses the opinion, it doesn't necessarily have to be repeated. I know right. at least at least one conversation got edited from 45 minutes down to like a minute because <laughs> the, the people said the same thing over and over until everyone understood what they were saying. And <laughs> that, I mean, that's, it was important in the moment as a strategic thing to get everyone to agree or to understand, but... You just can't put that on television. So that's right. it's uh, 
the magic of TV. <laughs> yeah. So instead of talking about it, talking abstractly now, let's let's actually get into the the meat of this episode. All right. Um, so we get the introduction. We you know you guys all show up. It was pretty satisfying to me at the at the intro. I forget exactly where it is, but they basically give you the last word. Um, you know, when people are talking, <laughs> just talking about the idea of summer camp and all that. And, and, it's, and I wonder if that happens a lot for the rest of the season because everyone else is dumb. <laughs> it may. It, it's, it just it may. seems like you're one of the very few <laughs> well-spoken people there. Well, I mean... It's like... I... I, I mean, I, I frequently, I don't want to brag, but I, I do often feel like I'm the smartest person in the room. Um, yeah. uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm well-educated, and I, I pride myself on uh, expressing my ideas clearly and, and logically. But there were definitely a couple other people there that were easily just as smart as I was. Um, their opinions may not have been expressed as clearly or, of, of course, got cut out. Who knows? Um, sure. Melinda, um, um, I don't Melinda know. Melinda is of... the oh, just for so Chuck is labeled as the sci-fi nerd. Yes, um, which is accurate if you're just gonna like cut off his pinky and <laughs> do that because you're, you're plenty of other things. Um, sure, but, but uh, I am yeah, I so am Mel- definitely a sci-fi nerd, but I am many things other as well. Of course, um, <laughs> and Melinda was labeled as the was it just the geek? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and go, go ahead. What were you gonna say about her? Melinda kind of got a she kind of got a, a bum rap because she uh, she was characterized at least in this first episode as kind of the klutz. Um, sure. And I mean, in in the first couple of days, she she tripped an awful lot and she spent a lot of time <laughs> biting the dust. That, Why? That happened. So is she clumsy? Certainly. Uh, that was definitely a thing that happened. But at the same time, she's um, she does uh, some martial arts. She does stage combat and stunt work, which requires dexterity and physical training. So it's not that she's completely inept. Um, they just haven't gotten to that yet. So we'll see. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully for her sake, uh, some of those skills will come out and she'll have a chance to shine later on in the episodes. All right, so getting into the episode proper, um, people that we're introduced to, we get Moses the firefighter, Michelle the bodybuilder, Mikey B the smartass, <laughs> Isis the pageant queen, Cameron the virgin cowboy, Chris the class clown, and then we have Chuck the sci-fi nerd. Um, now right off the bat, when they introduce you, of course, this is when they're talking about, you know, who thinks who is cute when the boys and girls meet for the first time and all that. And so in an interview with you, you say that the girl with the Chewbacca bag, who we've already discussed, that's Melinda, the geek, um, you know, you point her out and be like, yeah, that's my type of girl. Um, well, I, mean, I, I, think- <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really speaking in the sense that, you know, we are interested in the same things. We have similar interests. Um, she's a nerd girl and nerd girls are awesome. Uh, she's definitely the kind of girl I would hang out with and go to conventions with. Um, I can, she just moved to LA. I can definitely see us hanging out and watching Doctor Who together sometime, you know? I see. Um, it wasn't, 
even though they kind of made it seem like this is a girl that Chuck is like seriously attracted to in the romantic sense that is not the case um well, I mean, we'll kind of have to wait and see how things develop. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, obviously, I'm interested in her enough as a friend to um, to talk to her and single her out as as kind of the person with whom I have the closest connection so far. Um, sure. So, will I be spending a lot more time with her during the future episodes? Most definitely. Will that be in a romantic way? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We definitely got, there was a clip in there of you two posing between what looked like a cardboard heart. Uh-huh. Yep, uh-huh. that was in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, let's keep going. We get Lauren, the mean girl, who, you know, immediately becomes my enemy, because even though she's trying to be cutthroat, she really is just not nice. Um, there's a difference, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, between being cutthroat and being mean for no reason. Um right. So, so Matt, uh, Matt, the host, what's his last name? Do we want to give him a shout out of any sort? Sure. Yeah. Matt Rogers. Um, Matt's awesome. He was an American Idol contestant, um, a while ago, and then he's started hosting. Um, I I don't know how many shows he's done before this, but he was a great guy and it was definitely fun to get to know him. He seemed pretty cool. Um, so then right at the beginning, he, he establishes that it's guys versus girls right which to be honest if that stays the same for the rest of the competition uh-huh. um which i'm i'm guessing it probably will i'll be kind of disappointed um it, it's kind of you know i i didn't expect I, I understand that in summer camps it's usually um segregated by gender but right but battle of the sexes uh-huh. you know it's been done it, it i i Jumping ahead here, I know that Lauren, the mean girl, is kind of going to start playing two teams here. Right. But still, it's going to be end up that she has the, unless she's had an operation, she is definitely a female. <laughs> right. Um, so she, she can't... Right. Well, I mean, we were surprised, too, because uh, going in, none of us knew how we would be teamed up. Again, getting on the bus, I saw the other guys, and I thought, I have made a huge mistake. Um, <laughs> so when they when they said, it's guys versus girls, I'm like, oh, thank goodness. I'm safe. <laughs> um, nobody's going to eat me. Which, oh, because you're on their team. Exactly. Moses and Mike uh, were no longer quite as threatening to me yeah. uh, because I, I had to work with them. And... Who knows, they might end up needing me in a competition where brains are more important, or maybe there's a quiz, or uh, a map and compass, you know, treasure hunt, who knows? Anything could come up at that point. Um, So I I knew I had skills that were marketable, that I could protect myself and uh, and defend myself with. And especially after this first episode, ah, man, I really got the, the perfect opportunity Honestly, to show yeah. how much of an asset I was. Yeah, we'll get to that soon. Um, yeah. Uh, so keeping on with plowing through the episode, we are introduced to Brooke the model, Megan the mm-hmm. flirt, um, the one who arrives in high heels, which is just... Oh, man, that was... Oh, I mean... <laughs> 
I wanted to make a good first impression. Yeah. You're you're making the impression that you're useless. That was something. I I've gotten to hang out with Megan a bit since since we filmed and gotten to know her a bit better. Um, Is since, she as, not as ditzy as she seems? She isn't. But man, that was that definitely gave the wrong impression right out of the gate. Um, yeah. Uh, but that that could have been helpful to her if she'd have used it. You know, if you mean like taking um, off one of her heels and spiked someone through the eye with it, what do you mean by useful? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean by playing up the ditziness. Um, if she oh, had played yeah. up the the dumb blonde pretty girl, um, we might have felt that Lauren needed to go because she was more of a threat at the end of the day. Um, right. But of course, I'm sure we'll get to that later. But yeah, it's coming ahead of it, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I was really disappointed with her. In the in this episode, yeah. Well, I mean, with with Megan in this episode, yes. Well, spoilers. This is the only episode she gets. <laughs> but all right. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Um, Chuck, you room okay. with Mikey B, the smartass, Cameron, the cowboy, and Moses, the firefighter. Uh, let, let me let me go through their characters. But Mikey B, in his um you know bio interview they had nearest to the beginning uh-huh he calls himself a smart ass he says you know summer camp is where he got laid for the first time then he starts <laughs> and they must have cut some of this stuff out but he says you know i streak i moon people if you see me coming expect the unexpected which just tells me you're not a smart ass you're a spontaneous nudist <laughs> <laughs> yeah Mikey. It's not smart to take your clothes off. That's, that's nothing clever. It's just, oh, I have this fabric about me, and now it's not on me anymore. Boy, am I unique. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You know, it's like, what I mean, I, I'm i going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they cut some stuff out of that. Probably, there, yeah. there were cuts, but, <laughs> I mean, they just, it's, they just made them to be like, I like taking my clothes off. Oh, sure, Mikey. okay. I mean, you know, if you're in bed or in a position where it's appropriate to take your clothes off fine yeah but well he's... okay so there's a, did he ever take his clothes off did he ever like moon you guys when you were living together uh oh man did he uh, too many times <laughs> no i'm trying to it's been it's actually been a while since i filmed it so yeah. um some of the things like spontaneous nudity are slipping through my memory uh <laughs> The things that really stand out, of course, are the competitions, and right. I remember how all of those went, um, and I look back on them all with fondness and, in some cases, loathing. Mm. But uh, but spontaneous nudity, um, not that I remember. Uh, it probably happened somewhere in camp when I wasn't around, uh-huh. but uh, I'm sure it did, in fact. <laughs> um, overall, Mikey Mikey was definitely the wild card. Mm. If If we could count on somebody to explode with a, a reaction that we weren't expecting or if something happened that was unexpected for somebody to to dance around in a circle it was definitely going to be Mikey Mikey's other thing he uh Mikey has a, a strange fascination with Ryan Seacrest I bet he does I I just throwing that out there he had a, a picture of Ryan Seacrest by his bed <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever show it on the show, but uh, he's got it there. It's like a little shrine to Ryan. Wow. I would have expected that more out of um, 
Kyle. Kyle, yes. Who, who? I mean, we'll, we'll get to a little later, but just, just for the record, <laughs> my assumption is, is he gay or at least bi or? Oh yeah, Kyle's okay. gay. Kyle's gay. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> I would have expected him to have the Ryan, Ryan Seacrest. Right. Head. Yeah, Mikey. Mikey. Uh, I mean, he he wants to be a host, so I guess. I guess that was... Um, sure, he's his idol. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's his American idol. Oh, you got it. Oh. You, got, you got there first. <laughs> so then there's Cameron, oh, who I'm betting was... And Moses, who I'm betting were pretty much straight edge in their own, in their own ways. Pretty much. Um, over the course of the season, you'll start to hear a little bit more about Moses' background in particular, I think. Mm. Um, unless they cut it out, of course. But... Uh, yeah, he's he's pretty straight edge now, and uh, Cameron is very very much the southern boy, uh, born and raised right, you know. Um, right in quotes. And yes, yes. So um, when you guys were living together, at least in this first episode, was there any friction or aside from Mikey B's fascination with Ryan Seacrest, anything? <laughs> odd that you noticed that they might that they didn't put in this first episode um oh man i know it was a while ago in fact let's establish that today is july 13th um when was this when did you guys start recording so we shot in may um for over like three weeks in the middle of may Mm -hmm. um okay so in in uh in the mountains. Oh yeah, where was it? Uh, we shot in Big Bear, uh, Big Bear State Park in uh, in California, Southern California. That's okay. a couple hours outside of LA. Was everyone? Do you know? Was were most of the people that were most of the competitors from around that area? No, no, there were people from all over. Okay. Um, a couple of them have moved here since. Sure. Uh, Melinda is from Denver, Colorado. Actually, she's lived in a couple of different places, but she was most recently from Denver, um, and now she's in L.A. Mikey is from New York. Um, Justin, who is the the hunter, he's from Pushmataha, Oklahoma. Um, Kyle is from New York. Yeah, the Broadway um, performer, certainly. Yep, yeah, Broadway. Um yeah, those those are the ones that jump out and the, at the top of my head. Gotcha. But no, all over the country. Oh, and uh, um, Michelle is from the Bayou, from the swamps. Oh right, they called her the Bayou bodybuilder. Yeah. Which I was like, who? Uh, is there a difference between a Bayou bodybuilder and any other bodybuilder? Yeah, the Bayou bodybuilders from the Bayou. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. She lifts gators. She lifts skaters? Yeah. No, I don't know for real, but <laughs> she probably does. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep going. Let's see. We get the girls getting introduced to their cabin. Isis right up front says, there's no bathroom in here. I don't know about that. Which is like, hello. <laughs> what did she expect? Yeah. Honestly. Uh... And especially when she went, I don't know about that. It's like, what? Are you going to quit the show? Are you going to make <laughs> the producers install a bathroom right. before you keep going? No, I you mean, gotta what, go with what, it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like, okay, so we filmed it all, of course, and I 
I was trying to see everything and and notice everything so that I could make informed decisions and be the smart one that that had my own back. Um, But obviously I can't see everything. I'm only one person and I definitely can't see what's going on in the girls camp. So, well, well, I right. you set up some cameras. (laughs) Um, So seeing the episode the other day uh, was the first time I got to hear their initial reactions to us and to the camp. So I was kind of surprised at how unprepared some of them were for summer camp. I, Sure. No, there's no indoor bathrooms. What? what? It's um, summer camp, yep. right? And um, I don't know if you got a look at the at the cabins, you know, very clearly. They seemed pretty good. They were phenomenal. We had couches. Um, the The bear cabin had a sectional couch um, and a, 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 a bean bag. We had bunk beds. Um, they were really a lot swankier than anything i grew up with at at boy scout camp so i i was totally prepared for this did anyone snore did anyone snore uh of the four of mikey b cameron and moses i know you grind your teeth a bit when you sleep right i do yeah um mikey and i both slept with sleep masks and earplugs which Uh um, oh okay so you didn't hear anything i didn't hear much but i know Somebody in the guy's cabin, I won't say who, but somebody has a real problem with gas. Um, maybe it's the <laughs> maybe it's the camp food, but uh, there were a few nights when I, I seriously considered sleeping outside. <laughs> oh boy, well, all right. Um, let's see, back in the girls' cabin, your name comes up again with Melinda the Geek, but we've more or less talked about that so far, but I'm sure that was right. delightful for you to yes, see. Yes, I was flattered. We get Justin the Hunter, who who's strong, and yeah, that's alright, but I'm pretty much immediately against him because he's homophobic of Kyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, he goes ahead and says, I never thought I'd be put in this kind of situation with someone who has that lifestyle. Uh-huh. You're on a reality television show. Sure. This is 2013. Chances are very strong they will try to have at least someone, one person who isn't straight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I think it's really just a, a product of his up, upbringing and sure. the place he was raised. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't really hold it against him. He, um, I'll, I'll kind of let you have to, you kind of have to watch and see whether or not he'll get along with Kyle um, mm-hmm. in future episodes. At the moment, it looks like there's a little bit of tension there, but it seems like he's doing his best to um, yeah. to be accepting and... And, uh, and he'll let the good Lord decide on the day. <laughs> yeah, so... So we'll like, see what happens. You're talking about when this guy is going to die. Way to be dark, man. <laughs> Goodness. I okay. hadn't thought about that. We've yeah. got Kyle the Broadway performer, of course, the, the gay one. And now you are, I would say, first and foremost, an actor in this first episode. Was there any feelings of, like, oh, this is a kindred spirit? Right. Or, oh, yeah, Kyle's great. I really like Kyle. And, yeah, of course, we, we have some bonding moments over both being performers. Um, that is a thing that we have in common, and I, I definitely wanted to utilize that connection to, to make a new friend on the show. Because 
especially in this first episode, there's nobody on my team of course. that I have a lot in common with. Yeah. Um, Melinda, sure, but she's, she's on not team. on my team. So Kyle, Kyle really was was the first person I noticed that had something at least professionally in common with me. And I know that it's it's you know going forward we're going to have to see how it plays out. Uh, for those of you who um, who are going to keep watching, I hope it's all of you. But all uh, of you, all of you everywhere. But it's it's a lot harder to make friends with somebody that that you don't have anything in common with. So I don't yeah I don't know. It might be it's going to be a lot more difficult for somebody like me to make an ally out of Justin or Moses or Mike. Um, right. Just because we don't have a lot of common ground to start from. So then we get Melinda's actual intro with her being the geek, um, but we more or less talked about her. We get Mike the soldier, who we get his background... Maybe we'll talk about him uh, in another episode because he didn't have too much going on here. Um, Megan the flirt, the one with the heels. Uh, oh, when she's getting ready for uh, the social. <laughs> that, I just, I, that was, I didn't like the show when I was watching that. I was just like, come on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know they showed it for that purpose. Right. But it was just as a show wow. as a show summer camp really has two halves there's the straight the up game and, game yeah. show competition half um which i i enjoy the most personally that's my favorite bit and then there's the part that's geared more toward the reality tv uh crowd and that's the part where you see everybody it's almost behind the scenes of the game show is almost what you're seeing. Um, everybody getting ready to go and and uh, building their relationships. And yeah, I I like to think that I'm good at that kind of thing, but I'm kind of I'm more the kind that's gonna watch and see what everyone's doing and use sure. it later. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you might you probably noticed I'm pretty quiet in this first episode because. I don't know anybody yeah. yet. Right. And you, I mean, I am certainly more introverted than you, but you're, you're still, it, it, it depends who you're surrounded by. Yeah. If it's strangers, you're gonna, right. You're gonna bide your time and see what you're dealing with. So we have, let's see, during the social or, or cut into the social anyway, we've got a little bit of interview with Melinda saying, I guess he brought his lightsaber, talking about you. I really want to, like, play with it. <sighs> Terrible choice of words. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's the thing. The shorts is strong with you. Right. All of us brought a few things from home uh, to decorate our bunkhouses. And uh, being a huge fan of Star Wars from oh man i can't even remember the first time i saw it i saw it so young um my grandpa and i when i was in high school built a lightsaber together um from plumbing fixtures a shower head a gas cap 
and he cut out all the metal pieces for me and I basically just assembled it. But uh, it was the last project we got to work on together before he died. Uh-huh. And so in addition to being a really awesome uh, screen screen usable prop, um, it's uh, it's got a lot of sentimental value too. So sure. I felt like ah, I can bring that along and that'll kind of say some things about me. I love prop replicas and uh, I collect them. Uh, sonic screwdrivers from Doctor Who, I've got like six of them. Um, lightsaber costume replicas. Anything that's like it's actually from uh, the world of um, the movie or book is is really fascinating to me. I just love it. Mm-hmm. Anything tangible, and especially something tangible that you made that that really does look quite good. That right, sentimental value. Right. Sure. I was very proud of that. Yeah. Um, let's see. So then you finally do get your bio intro, um, and <laughs> that's that's when they show you a photo of you with the crazy prosthetics and makeup on. So that right. that that's uh, Ian Cromer's work, right? I oh man, I love this guy. Um, Ian Cromer, if if you don't recognize his name, is uh, is one of the competitors from Face Off on the Sci Fi Channel. Um, you, if you don't watch the show, you should. It's it's really phenomenal. the The idea is it's a, another reality competition show, but they are doing prosthetic makeups um, on models each week and being judged by Hollywood makeup artists. And uh, there's eliminations and the whole thing. But Ian uh, did a web series um, with a guy named Frank Ippolito, who's another one of the contestants from Face Off. And uh, the two of them and Alana Shiro, also from Face Off. Actually, you know what? I, I'm just going to say a bunch of people from Face Off worked with me <laughs> on a web series uh, called Zombie Family. And I got to be really good friends with them. Um, and at this point, I know quite a lot of the previous competitors and some from the upcoming season, which is kind of neat. Um, yeah. So they, um, because they have my, my face cast and my head cast from working on Zombie Family, um, and they really enjoyed working with me on that, we were able to establish a connection. Now, when they have new projects coming up, or if they're going to a convention, uh, doing a convention appearance or doing a makeup demo there, they'll invite me along and do a makeup on me just for fun. Uh, as part of their appearance. So that's that's really cool. I get to try out a lot of unique characters. Yeah. I just did Nosferatu at the Adobe Max convention. That was, I saw pictures of that. That was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, Ian does some incredible work, and I love working with him. Um, there, are, there are very few reasons that I would sit in a chair for five and a half hours um, with anybody on this planet. <laughs> um, but to be in one of Ian's makeups or Frank's makeups... Or uh, Eric Zapata's makeups. Um, he helped out Ian on the Nosferatu. Um, to be in the chair for any of those guys is absolutely a privilege. I would do it any day. And you can see more of their work on my Facebook page um, or my Instagram. Uh, I post pictures of all of the characters that I do uh, when I'm allowed to, of course. <clears throat> we will include links to all of these things uh on 
ahaltingsun.net, where this podcast is going to be hosted. Good deal. So so if you want to follow along with Ian or see his work or see Chuck's Facebook page, you'll be able to do that right there. Great. So uh, let's see. We've got the... Meg, uh, let's see, Megan the Flirt doesn't want to be the counselor uh, who would be immune, which is ironic because, or rather fitting, um, <laughs> because then she's the one who goes home. Right. So there you go. Um, I thought we'll it was kind of there. ironic watching her and Lauren talking about oh, all yes. of the other Oh, yes, we'll get to that too. in two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we get Justin elected as your counselor because he's a burly mountain man who seems like he knows the mountains well he just seems like the leader sort i guess sure and then yes as you were saying megan and lauren the mean girl and the flirt are just walking along there <laughs> just being really dumb talking about how angry lauren's gonna be if she gets put in the bottom two and how they don't think either of them has anything to worry about oh right and then and then the both of them do end up being in the bottom two oops <laughs> that's gonna make for some great stuff with uh with Megan going wait is Me- who with with I get them mixed up with Lauren right. going on the mean girl right um yeah so I mean uh, it, if you're gonna watch any part of the show them walking along together and then <laughs> seeing them get get their asses handed to them later is just so get to the part um the competition part where brooke the model the counselor aka leader for the girls team uh chooses presumably the weakest guys for the competition now we're not going to talk about the competition too much just because you should have watched the show and we don't need to repeat so much but sure, strength you know who won yeah strength and uh uh technique with canoe canoeing is is basically the big thing here um, so she chooses presumably the weakest guys, and then Matt asks, and you're one of them, of course, because you have a slender mm-hmm. figure. Um, right. And and Matt asks whether you know you're surprised and you're not, but you don't have a problem. And that's when, I mean, you just did you did Matt set you up for that intentionally? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he did. You you saw my face when I was picked. I I was I was you were ready to go. I was totally satisfied with that choice. In fact, I at the social earlier that day, I was deliberately withholding some information, obviously. Good. I mean, it's a game. Um yep. I I accidentally let slip to Melinda that I I did stage combat. I didn't really want that to get out um, right. just yet. But uh, this at the lake was the first time I mentioned having merit badges and the first time mm-hmm. they find out that I'm a boy scout. And oh, they didn't know you were an eagle this, scout before then. E- even after this, they don't know I'm an eagle scout. Oh, um, my team is aware at this point in the show. Um, but I haven't, I haven't let it slip to all of the girls just yet. Okay, so, you let them all know that you were an Eagle Scout. Was that when you guys were deciding who was going to be your counselor? Uh, yes, yes. I, I mean, I gave them all a rundown of my skills and uh, in an effort to make myself seem like an asset to the team. Right. And I told them, hey, guys, I'm an Eagle Scout. Um, 
if if there's fire starting competition or you know hiking heck i i have that for sure um i i was born and raised at camp i've got this so don't discount me just because i'm slim right good that that was just i mean we're not going to go into that moment too much more about the merit badges but that's just uh-huh. that was very satisfying <laughs> to see and oh I'm yeah sure, i'm sure even seeing it on tv didn't do it justice uh, for what you were feeling it's so satisfying to watch every time every <laughs> time i uh i was i mentioned of course that i was at the young actors camp um this last week so i watched the premiere while at summer camp which is kind of funny yeah we we turned it on in the dining hall and the whole camp watched together that's awesome and seeing everyone's reactions at that moment was just phenomenal i <laughs> i got a round of applause from the kids it was great that's great that's 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 just got to be i mean as a as, for the first episode that must have been the moment when you thought this this could work i, I definitely oh, yeah. could have a chance at this yeah so then, yeah i mean i yeah. i was i they really gave me an opportunity to shine accidentally right and they uh they set me up to be totally useful and indispensable and so i think from that point on i think everyone was hesitant to put me in the bottom two um whether or not that ever happens well we'll have to wait and see but yeah again i think i think everybody agrees that they would have to think twice at this point yep good um so long story short i mean the much thanks for you for what it seemed to be you taking charge for basically most of the competition um you guys win yeah and uh none of the other guys had ever canoed before at all ever oh wow never good. never at all good, i good. was the only one with any rowing or canoeing experience um and oh here's a funny story you'll like this okay um i am an eagle scout uh and as a troop, my scout troop growing up would go on a canoe trip. And my dad and I went on this canoe trip together uh, a long time ago. I can't remember exactly what year. And every day of the trip, we were the last canoe to make it to the camp. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my scout leader was always riding our butts about it and, and getting on our case. And, and we were like, well, you know, we're just not so good at canoeing. And then um, I guess I, I, I talked to my family about this episode and there, there were previews that showed some of the canoeing. And my dad talked to my scout leader before the episode premiered. And my dad said, you know, it looks like there's some canoeing to look forward to. And Rob says, well, we know Chuck's going to lose that one. <laughs> so I, I hope you were watching out there, Rob. Um, I've... I learned it from you, and I uh, I've improved my skills over the years. Well, that's a very kind way of saying "f you." <laughs> yeah, I I I, uh, I feel a little bit smug. <laughs> All right, so moving on. But I'll thank him anyway. Um, we get to uh, Chris, um, the class clown, calling you the boss dog of the whole game. I thought that was that was great. <laughs> I mean, arguably, and we we've pretty much lauded your uh, wonderfulness enough at this point. But arguably, you are the surprise star know. of this first episode. Have you lauded my wonderfulness enough? 
I, I, I think I definitely have. I think Do you, I have uh, to be careful or else your head will grow as big as uh, that, that <laughs> As big as in the big head you. picture? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so then, so then, so the girls lose, so they have to, so Brooke has to pick two people to go. And of course, it's, it's Megan and Lauren, the useless one and, and the horrible one. Um, <laughs> uh, Jeez. So they, so ruthless they send those today. two over. I mean, Brooke talks to everyone and then chooses the two really arguably worst people on her team. Sends them over to you guys. Um, you At guys least based on the first competition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sends them over to you guys. You guys talk to each one of them individually. Um, Megan, the flirt, who who comes second, basically offers nothing, um, which is admirable. You know, she's saying, I'm not going to, you know, stab my team behind the back, but it's... Right. Um, it's strategic suicide, though. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I, I applaud her character, too, but... But I don't think anybody would have blamed her for offering us something. Right. Whereas Lauren, Lauren offers you guys what seems to be a blank check. Right. I would have, if if it had been me there, I would have been like, here's what you get if you keep me. I throw the next competition. And that's it. Like, after that, it's like, I, I don't want to promise you guys the world. Otherwise you may out me and you may out me anyway if i promise you the first competition and then you're like we want more but but god going in there and saying you can take everything from me is just yeah i think she overplayed her hand a little bit and from this point on who yeah. i certainly feel like at at this moment where we are in the game what we've seen so far i feel like i've got her wrapped around my finger um, and I haven't even talked to her right? <laughs> as a person, you know, right. I, but just based on what she's said to our team, I, I know that we can use that for sure. Yep. I don't trust her as far as I can throw her, but absolutely. And given how slim you are, you know, Russian acrobatics would get her maybe a few feet. <laughs> right. But, uh, I, we have nothing to lose by accepting her offer. You know, yep. if if she is in the bottom two again, which based on her performance in this challenge, she could very well could be. Could certainly happen, yeah. And if she if she's in the bottom two again and she hasn't lived up to her promise, eh, goodbye. Then we know for sure we can't trust her. And yeah. if she uh, if she does go along with us, then of course we want to keep her there. Right. It just makes sense. And um, Megan, oh man, I love Megan, and so did Kyle. Kyle expressed the same opinion. Um, we were really disappointed that she didn't really bring anything useful to the table. Logically, yeah. how could we bother to keep her? Yeah, absolutely. So then you guys, you guys all seemingly decide that you're <laughs> all going to vote to to vote. Uh, Megan away and you do and and everyone does save one person and you guys don't know who it is but we at home know that that is um Mikey uh Mikey the smartass Mikey B which which we we if you go on if you go on to USA's website you can see some extra extended scenes one including Cameron teaching you guys how to chew dip which is just like don't don't 
Ugh. I'm glad you didn't do that. So God, disgusting. That is... Don't ever do it, yeah. kids. <laughs> no, I mean, I live with three army guys. Two of them do it, and it's just the worst Ugh. thing to do. It's so gross. Team. It's so gross. Yeah, I would have, you know... I. I would have rather him being have, having sex all over the place and have a few STDs than right? chewing dip. Right? Don't give <laughs> in to peer is... pressure, kids. Even if you're a nerd and you're on a television reality show, you don't have to do dip just because some other guys are. <laughs> um, but, but one of the other extended scenes was, uh, I believe that is where Mikey B talks a little more about that that he actually went the other way because Ooh, i have to watch uh, uh, those i haven't seen those yet yeah you gotta watch them and because seemingly because because megan talked to, to him before he voted about a few of her personal issues uh-huh. and that's why he voted the other way right it, it seems like that's what he's saying but except for the fact that her getting one vote may save her future self-worth you know feeling like one person wanted me to stay but yet on the other hand being voted off means you know you were the in some sense it it isn't true it could have been well we found you the bigger threat but it was actually because well you didn't bring us anything right um but it's like why mikey b it's the dumbest thing you know that everyone else is going to be voting yep. for, Laura, uh, for, for for Megan. Mm-hmm. So voting for Lauren to go is just... Even if they don't know it's you, and he says in this extended clip, you know, they're not going to know it's me because I'm not going to tell them. Um, <sighs> and it even looks like in, you know, when they show the next time, it seems like he's the one who's like, okay, we've got a problem. So, you know, he's being like, I'm going to say that we've got a problem so they don't single me out. Um, it's yeah. just... I think I think it's pretty evident from the preview of next time that this this rogue vote is definitely going to become an issue that that we at least talk about. Hey, which is like, are, did you make an issue just because this is reality TV and you wanted to make things more interesting? It didn't seem like that. It seemed like well, he really had some sympathy for for Megan, and he just did the dumbest mm-hmm. move. Possibly. I mean, okay, there's there's a couple of different ways to look at this. Um, in Mikey's defense and, and against it, um, Mike brings up a good point in the episode where he says that Cameron was pushing for us to decide on the camp counselor right then and there. And he wasn't comfortable making that decision publicly. Yes. He was okay with voicing our opinions to each other and making an informed decision, but he said that everyone should be free to vote their conscience. Yes. Which I agree with. And that really didn't happen with Megan and Lauren. We all decided we were going to vote for Megan to leave. And if we had gone the other way and it had been six to one, no one would have cared at all that that Mikey voted differently or that someone voted differently. Right. But because we had all spoken out as a group and expressed our opinions and agreed that was how we were going to vote. When it came back that one of the votes was different, suddenly somebody obviously lied somewhere along the line. And that was the issue. Obviously one vote wasn't going to save Megan. um, But it was the fact that now we know that somebody 
in this very first episode can't be trusted on our own team. Yep. And that was that was what was dangerous. Yeah. It makes it makes no sense to me why, why he would do, would that? do that. It just it's strategically for, it's just it's the worst thing to do. Right. Well, I don't wonder if maybe it had something to like maybe he just got confused with how the voting worked. I don't know. I don't know. There was some confusion here and there um especially with the voting for for the banishment because when it was for the camp counselor, you cast your vote, and whoever gets the most votes wins. Oh, was it but, confusing about are we voting for who to keep or who to go? Exactly, exactly. So is is it Lauren that we're keeping or Megan that we're sending home? Which, well, that just involves, which, you know, asking Matt, the host, what are exactly, we doing, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I don't I don't know if that was the case or not, but um, but there there was a little bit of confusion here and there. There was one guy asked us you know, before every vote. So are we voting for who to send home or who to stay? And it was like, who to send home, just like the last time. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, whatever. That type of redundancy, you know, annoying but safe. Right, I yeah. understand. Okay, and so that so then we end on that very unsure note with, uh, with uh, Justin going to be walking back to you guys saying something's, something's not right here. And, uh, right. and then we, we pick up on it next time. Alright, so, so it was... Uh, what do you want to talk about, about things that we're missing? Sure. Well, so first of all, none of us knew that after, after they went up to the lodge that she was going to go home right then and there. Um, so we didn't know that nobody got a goodbye. Um, that was mm. kind of a shock. Um, so from, from this point forward, I think everybody was mindful of saying goodbye just in case, um, and, and getting their hugs and their handshakes in before anybody went to hear who was leaving because, sure. uh, they, they literally told them and they, Megan was gone. Um, the bus was waiting, um, kind yeah. of ominously off in the distance. Um, the, the thing, the thing that, uh, that was really interesting was that we had made this decision as a group to discuss and hear the girls def- uh, defend themselves as a group. And then Chris went off on his own That's right. to talk to Megan. That's right. And what really annoys me is that that's, that's one of the few conversations that I knew happened at summer camp that I, I didn't get to hear. And going into the episode on Thursday, I was watching thinking, oh yes, they're finally going to, to reveal what Chris and Megan were talking about. And they didn't show any of what they said. You know, that's all I wanted to know. (laughs) That's all. I bet it was just boring. I bet he was just, I, you know, some of it might've been like him trying to get laid, um, or to put, motions you know put put that into a future possibility I, i'm betting Maybe. he was just trying to calm her down and just be like hey how you doing possibly but i mean it, it would have been less of a problem if he'd have talked to us all about what he talked about he and never if did. he would have no no he never told us what was going on he said ah we just talked it's like oh man that which is what put a lot of 
doubts in a couple of people's minds, um, mine and Moses and Mike's in particular, that maybe maybe Chris is somebody that we should watch. Oh, so was it maybe he was he's? I mean, this will come up hopefully in the next episode, but um, maybe he is the first suspect before. Right. Mikey B. So I mean, there's there's a couple of possible suspects at this point, and I think future episodes I'll talk about all of them, but yeah. I don't think it'll hurt to uh, to mention a couple of the guys here. Um, Mike uh, didn't want to vote as a group because he liked his voting privacy. So this could have been a way of protesting. Not a very smart one, but but it could have been. Right. Um, Kyle, in the episode, expresses liking Megan a lot and yep. being disappointed with her. So this could have been a way for him to show her a vote of confidence um, but still support the group because he knew that it wouldn't affect the final outcome. Yeah. Um, or similarly, Chris could have made some kind of a shady deal with Megan while they were out there together, and uh, that deal involved voting for her. And, you know, obviously she would never know the difference until it was on television. Right. Um, so, yeah, maybe we, maybe we will end up suspecting him. Um, but... Oh man, it's it's funny in retrospect knowing knowing who it was uh, mm. because I went through the next couple of days trying to figure out whether or not our team had a problem, right? And who that problem would have been, like whoever it could have been, and for whatever reasons they would have done it, they're all terrible reasons. Yeah, yeah, they're all the. I mean, it unless unless it had been Mike, and afterwards he'd say he said. Guys, it was me. Yeah. I just I don't like how we're not voting. That would be right. the only reason for anyone. Or or even if Chris had made a shady deal with Megan, if he had come forward and said, Hey, um, just so you guys know, I knew that I was the only one voting this way. I knew it wouldn't affect the outcome. I voted this way to make good on a deal I made with Megan so that if she survived she would do something for us or you know something like that or, j but, or even something uh, i mean that that's kind of stretching it i mean i know but i mean at least i could understand the reasoning yeah um, but again you got to remember i'm playing this game from a lo logical standpoint and some of these guys are not as tactically minded as i was trying to be i don't know yeah. if i if i succeed well you'll have to wait and see again whether sure. whether my Sherlock Holmesing it um, works out in the end, or whether I I get embarrassed and and turn out to be not as much of a sleuth as I think, but uh, but yeah, it it definitely created a, a little bit of stress, and I'm I still I still I'm gonna watch the next episode. Hopefully, there's a flashback to Chris and Megan talking out there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, I'm betting you're gonna be disappointed. I but... probably will be. Okay, so before we're, we finish up here, uh, I want to talk real quick about a couple of publicity things that are going on. Um, the, uh, some cast members were recently in Texas uh, doing autograph signings. Uh, a bunch of them were on, uh, I think it was Good Morning America. Um, 
doing interviews and they competed against the uh, the hosts in wow. a summer camp style competition. So that was kind of cool. Hey. But the main thing I wanted to talk about was that you should keep your eyes peeled for the summer camp s'mores truck, which is kind of a cool thing that USA Network is doing. They have a truck in New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. Uh, there might be another city in there too. I'm not 100% positive. But uh, they've been roaming around uh, selling s'mores. So if you're interested in a, in a s'more, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, go online, do a search for it. It's out what? there. Wait, wait. Yep. They're just selling no s'mores? They're selling s'mores. Variations like, on s'mores. How much is a s'more? I have no idea, Mark. I haven't seen the truck. but uh... Just get a fire and some... <laughs> I guess, well, these I are, guess in, these in are the cities. Big... Yeah. Right. So there was one um, the other day. I don't know if, if any of your listeners are in L.A. Um, there's a, a large mall down down in Hollywood that's uh, called The Grove. And the s'mores truck was hanging out there. Uh, it's been in a couple of different locations in New York and Chicago. So there's a few of them. Keep your eyes peeled. It says summer camp in huge letters on the side of the truck, and it's got all of our cast pictures on the side. So watch for that. Did you have one? I didn't. I really want one. But I, I will say... I have a feeling they're terrible. Okay, okay, spoiler. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. If you, if you don't want to know anything about the next episode, stop listening now. Okay. The next episode yeah. may be s'mores related. Who cares? <laughs> oh, but, so what, you eat a s'more and then all of a sudden you feel connected? That might be the thing. No, you'll see. You'll see. Stay tuned. See what happens. What? I don't I'm know. so confused about Everybody the Everybody loves s'mores, Mark. <laughs> It may be completely insignificant. I don't know. We'll it's time see. to let you stop talking. <laughs> Please make me stop talking now, Mark. All right. Um, let but me you have off to do a little chain. more to tell us. First off, Mr. Yeah. Chuck Lines, what is your Twitter handle? Sure. Um, my Twitter handle is Chuck Lines. That's C H U C K L I N E S. Um, I'm on, also on Instagram at Chuck Lines. And I'm on Facebook as Chuck Lines, actor-director. If you want to follow my future projects, I'll post pictures and uh, of, of characters and things. I'm going to be posting a web series that I'm working on pretty soon. Uh, an original web series about my roommate and I being basically human cartoon characters. Uh, you can watch for links to that on my Facebook fan page. Um, just search for... Uh, Search Facebook for Chuck Lines, actor-director. And also, this is kind of interesting, I have a Husay profile. Um, if you don't know what Husay is, it's kind of a new thing. It's an uh, invitation-only social media platform for celebrities. So uh, the cast of Summer Camp is the first reality show cast who have been invited to have profiles on here. Tom Cruise has one. Tom Hanks has one. 
uh, I guess a lot of toms. Have Whatever. Them. What other toms? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, follow me on Husay as well because I post a lot of pictures and cool stuff there. Cool. I saw that recently. I was like, Husay. I think it's Chuck saying it, but <laughs> there is this eternal question going on. Yeah. Who say it? I say it. Not you say it. Nope. Listeners can find all of the things we've mentioned on this episode, including Twitter handles for at least most of the other competitors, um, various things we might have mentioned about Chuck, Ian Cromer. That will all be on a halting sonnet, a halting sun.net, um, where a halting podcast is hosted. You should yeah. certainly subscribe to us on iTunes after these eight episodes with Chuck. Uh, we'll be going off to uh, who really knows what uh, other <laughs> other acquaintances of mine will definitely be coming back to check in with Chuck. Uh, I'd love to t- come back and got... talk about my web series if, if you'll have me. We will do that. We'll do that a lot. And we'd love to have uh, your your roommate who will be co-starring, I guess, Joe Roxandic yep. on there as well. Co-starring and directing. So we'll have all that stuff on there, and be sure to subscribe so you are automatically in the loop for getting episode two and all the rest of the episodes <laughs> of these recaps. And be sure before you do to watch Chuck on um, on Summer Camp which is the TV show we're talking about. <laughs> I'm losing it. <laughs> Very good, Mark. Very um, good. Which is, one more time, Chuck, when is it on? It is on USA Network at 8, 7 Central, uh, right before Burn Notice, but after NCIS. That's a really, it's really weird to be smushed in there between those types yeah, of Yeah, we've shows. got a great... We've got a great time slot, though. I mean, that's really... I guess so. Those are two very popular shows. Yeah, yeah. One last thing. We have to... Yes. You seem to be posting two hashtags of how people should support you. I think I've seen both Go Chuck and Team Chuck. Right. I believe you should choose one. (laughs) Okay, um, I'd be very interested to know which one you think I should choose. I think you should do Team Chuck. Okay, my only problem with Team Chuck is that uh, people who watch, um, uh, oh, what's the, it's a teen drama, what is it? Oh, I thought you were going to talk about uh, Chuck, the, the TV show. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a teen dramatic, almost soap opera-y thing, like, Glee? Uh, what's it called? No, not Glee. It's based on books, but there's a there's a character in it called Chuck, and I'm pretty sure that that that's gonna be what comes up. So I think. Oh I think no, I'm we should do something better with, then. Um, I'm probably gonna go with Go Chuck. the The official show has to, hashtag is uh, Summer Camp USA. Of course. Um, the official hashtag to support the guys' team is go yellow hashtag go yellow uh, if you want to support the girls team if you want to support the girls team and go against me um i will find you and i will i will take care of that but it's uh it's go red if you prefer them i don't and what else well maybe i do i think those are all the big hashtags 
I'm, I'm also doing nerd power, because, hey, nerds are awesome. Sure, hashtag nerd power. All right, but if anyone, <laughs> if anyone wants to support Chuck, and you all should, and for those on Twitter, the hashtag is hashtag go Chuck. Oh, oh, somebody has started the hashtag Chuck for president. Um, Interesting. I haven't seen many people using it, but if you want to, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm open to the idea. Is the four the number or F-O-R? It's F-O-R. Hashtag Again. Chuck for president if you believe that you will lead <laughs> our country properly. Yeah. If you actually think this show is a good demonstrator of that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if I would think you're crazy or, or thank you for your support. I'd probably a little of both. Yeah. Oh, Quick question: uh, Is there is there a way for listeners to submit their response, their comments, Absolutely. or anything like that? If you want to get in touch, well, obviously everyone knows that you can tweet Chuck, um, and he can save. Right. I mean, if if it's a short question, he might respond to it on Twitter, and then right. And please do. I would love to hear from you. Yes, and and we can address it on here. Um, let's see, Chuck, you have a website. I do. Oh, yes, I do have a website. It's uh, www.chucklines.com. Pretty simple. Um, that's C-H-U-C-K-L-I-N-E-S. Um, but yeah, that's I've got my resume, my acting work on there, a bunch of photos, and a little bit of video. So there's, there's more, more video to come. Sure. Um, I'm sure your email address is probably on there if someone wants to get in touch with you very directly. It is, and I also have a contact form that you can okay, fill great. Out. Um, if anyone wants to send a, uh, an email to the podcast and have me spring it on Chuck while we're recording so he doesn't see it beforehand, Ooh. you may Ooh. email mark at a halting son. <laughs> you may email mark. What? <laughs> Sorry. You may email mark <laughs> at a halting son.net. That's mark at. A H A L T I N G S O N dot net. Um, and lastly, if you want to tweet me, it is at Mark Brillig, all one line, all one word, no spaces, no funny characters, no funny business. We're all serious business here. Just funny stuff. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that'll do it for the contact we'll also be posting it on uh, haltingsun.net in case you didn't feel like writing it I want to hear what the audience thinks um, I've gotten a couple of uh, a couple of fans on my Twitter page debating whether I should wear glasses or not so what do you think? glasses? no glasses? what's, uh, yes. what's the consensus? if Chuck with glasses makes you hornier <laughs> or Chuck without glasses makes you hornier yeah, okay. let us know <laughs> do it as quick as you can because I want to know it's important it really yes. is he needs to know <laughs> send uh, bacon, send comments, suggestions questions about both Chuck and his appearance <laughs> and about this show as this is the first episode and well actually no uh, i just think we're doing great yeah. so i don't want to hear about well i'd, <laughs> any of you I'd like to know where else you'd like to hear from me do you want to see me interviewed on usa today i mean what do you what do you want 
I can try and make it happen. Yes. If you're more interested in Chuck, besides just hearing him on this podcast and hearing and seeing him more than just uh, an actor in a commercial yeah. or just what you're seeing on on <laughs> summer camp, do demand it and and we will make it known and if if it's, and nothing will happen specific <laughs> no i'm just well, kidding if it's something specific we'll right. make a hashtag for it and maybe it happen. maybe it our happen. cricket chirps will get towards bigger or crickets. if i if i what? bore you to tears then hashtag chuck shut up <laughs> please don't start that um, yeah please don't do that because then we wouldn't have any more episodes yeah don't do that don't do that anything else anything else is fine that's a halting podcast. I'm Mark Brillig. And I'm Chuck Lyons. See you later. All the potatoes. All of them. They're everywhere. I don't like potatoes. Uh, me neither. I hate them. Really? They're so bland. Yeah. I don't like them. There's no flavor. You're one of the Unless few you put people... stuff in them. Right, I mean, the, the idea is to put everything in them. I mean, you're one yeah. of the few people I've heard say that. Um, because yeah, no, else... you gotta... Like, if it's got... If it's, a, like, a fully loaded baked potato, then it's fine. Oh. But, like, french fries, don't like them. Don't oh. like them unless they have cheese. What cheese fries are okay. Chili cheese fries are better. But plain french fries? No. With ketchup? Nope. But your ketchup... Occasionally... Fries... In college, was always I ate them with ketchup. It was right. everything except for French fries. <laughs> everything except for like chicken nuggets, um, people, people in general. Yeah. Really, mostly people. Um, I hated Chuck, that so much. I know you did, Chuck. Where are your campers? I ate them with ketchup. And guess what they I tasted like? So much. Because you used it so much. Well, people were always asking me where stuff was. Say I don't know. <laughs> no, I ate it. That's where that was. It is a lie. Mm, maybe. Maybe. You don't know. What did you think? Maybe of? I was hungry. What did you think of the new Arrested Development? I liked it. I really did. It was a different structure from from the original series, but I I kind of like the um, seeing the same sequence of events from different viewpoints mm. thing. That was kind of neat, because each time you get more out of the story, right? Um, and you see, it, it just gets a, a bit more ironic, I guess. I guess if I tolerated it to where I was starting to see, you know, things repeat in clever ways. Um, you didn't like it? I, I watched the first episode and I was like, uh, I'm, something's just not jiving here. Were you a fan of the first three? Um, in that I would tolerate you showing them to me and would laugh once in a while. Okay, well then, of course you're not going to like the fourth one. Well, it's more of the same. No, but it's not. No, no, no. I Like, this was, uh, I just didn't. Okay, so you, you're saying you were nonplussed. Like, I was minused. You were minused? I was minused. Were you? Yeah. Okay, so. So. Well, this is some good bonus material. <laughs> <laughs> Director's cut, outtakes, whatever. 
Take you jingle out. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. We should my, stop. Dude, dude, my voice is so hoarse. And... Okay, let's stop let's Stop recording. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. I've, I've been at camp screaming at kids for the last week, and like, it's not their fault you... either. I, I love the kids, and I wasn't screaming at them negatively. I just had to Ever? be loud. Cause maybe a couple times, but I had to be loud because there were so many of them. So... You know, your voice gets tired after a while. Did you ever beat a kid? Yeah. We were racing and I won. I can't believe you're a celebrity. It's kind of weird. What happened to making bacon in microwaves at 2 a.m. in the dorm room? Oh, I still do that. Oh, just a lot just more not there. Just a lot more people see the pictures of it now. <laughs> Wait, is it on Husay? I didn't see it. Not, no, I'm j I was kidding, Mark. If I, if I were to make bacon in the microwave, I would take a picture of it, and I would definitely post it on Husay, and a lot more people would see it. But I haven't I, I done just, it in a while. I want a picture just for me. You can't have it. Oh. You I really want it? a lot of this out. <laughs> I'll text um, it to you, Mark. Um, I will text you a picture of me with bacon. Okay. Okay. <laughs>